1: Welcome back to America's Heroes Group. This time with our roundtable partner, the Veterans Legislative Voice. And our A.H.G. Correspondent. Today is Saturday, September 23rd, 2023. September is National Suicide Prevention and Hispanic Heritage Month. Our host is Cliff Kelly. I'm Sean Cleveland, the co-host. Our executive producer is Glenda Smith. Our digital media producer is Ivan Ortega of Scotch Honor Productions. And we have our partner with us again. That is Stephanie Kolodis. She's our U.S. A.H.G. Correspondent. And she's a U.S. Army Reserve Sergeant First Class when she served. Now she's a veteran, founder, and creator of the Veterans Legislative Voice. How are you doing today?
0: Doing good. How are you doing today?
1: Pretty good, pretty good. So, hey, five Republicans joined the Democrats to tank a GOP defense bill. Tell us about this.
0: Okay, so uh, so so pretty much let's just give this a little bit of a premise for everyone. Every year the Congress has to pass at least 12 appropriation bills to keep the government running. The most famous one is the National Defense Authorization Act, NDAA. I've talked about this at length before, these types of bills, and they need to pass it before October 1st, every fiscal year. So we're getting really close to that. And the House and the the Senate has created their own NDAA bills and have been passing them from chamber to chamber. Um, The House bill that they've created and sent to the Senate, the Senate actually had put amendments in and then sent it back to the House for approval. What happened recently with these five Republicans was that uh, the House needed to bring to a vote just to debate about the bill, to talk about it, not even to vote for the passage of the bill. And five Republicans joined the Democrats to vote against it. So that was good. good. OK, go ahead. Go ahead. The surprising part are a couple of those people that have done it. Yeah. Um, most normally is Marjorie Taylor Greene, because she's such a supporter for Kevin McCarthy, the House Speaker, that it's kind of surprising that she joined against him. And the others weren't so surprising. Um, they were others, uh, Andy Biggs, uh, Matt Rosendale, the obvious people from the Freedom Caucus that are typically in fights with Kevin McCarthy.
1: So what are they? What did they? What were they afraid of that would come out in the debate? So they did. So they voted to not debate the defense budget bill. So that gives me the the like, idea that, there everybody's for the most part's okay with the defense budget as it is for next year. Am I reading something right.
0: wrong? <laughs> One of The thing is that the House bill had a lot of things that the extreme right from the Freedom Caucus wanted in, okay. but then it was with the Senate. The Senate removed all of those. Like ninety nine percent of those, and uh, for example, it was the abortion. Uh, it was a little amendment in there to actually prevent the current DoD's um, compensation for travel for reproductive care.
1: Mm-hmm. That was one of the things we talked about at length, you know, on a couple of shows, my previous shows. Yes. Um, so that was one of the so that so that was possibly an attempt to try to reintroduce what the the their, uh, the Freedom Caucus or that's is that their name the Freedom Caucus or what are they called? Yes.
0: Basically, it would it's basically what they're doing is taking a stand to what the Senate did, which is controlled by the Democrats. So, of course, bills like, you know, the restrictions to reproductive care in the military is going to be something that they're going to want and they're going to fight against the Democrats with. So they are basically taking a stand over all of the changes that the Senate did.
1: Mm. Now, does this make uh, uh, Republican Senator McCarthy look weak as a leader?
0: Representative McCarthy, um, it does. It makes him a whole lot weaker so that he can't control, it seems like he can't even control his own political party. Um, In comparison, sorry if you can hear the dogs, uh, in comparison, um, Senator Pelosi, excuse me, I'm doing it now, Speaker (laughs) Pelosi from the House before when she was Speaker, she 99% of the times when she brought things to a vote, she knew that the vote was going to pass like very very rarely does she even see a bill not pass because she knew for sure it wasn't going to have a problem. So it's showing McCarthy is so much weaker because he can't even control his own party.
1: Yeah, I was thinking about a different McCarthy. <laughs> but the uh, the thing of it is is that it's so it's interesting is that so the, the, the GOP or the defense bill that's on the table right now looks like it's going to pass. Do you have an idea about what is in this bill currently as far as budget, budget for um, um, Ukraine and things like that for the military?
0: Well, actually, they um, I, ooh, you know, that's a good question about uh, Ukraine because I can't remember if the funding for Ukraine was put back in because I remember originally in that House bill did not have anything with Ukraine. And actually, uh, yeah, it has modification for partnership program with Ukraine, uh, specifically for here military trauma care and research. I'm looking right now as I can right now in real time to see if there's any more funding added. But I know that the Republicans and uh, some portions of the GOP is against adding more funding to Ukraine. So that could be part of the conversation that's happening. Hmm.
1: So is this also a sign, or maybe a hopeful sign, that maybe at some point in the future there'll be more cooperation between Republicans and Democrats? Since five Republicans joined the Democrats to try to tank the, this 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 debate.
0: Honestly, no. <laughs> um, the, the Democrats will vote against the Republican bill largely so that they don't win, um, and the, re- Republicans do the same thing. Democrats do the same thing. Um on each side of the aisle. Um, This one was just a really strange coincidence that they tend to vote with Democrats. And honestly, um, I I don't think that's going to happen much. Um, I was hoping it was going to happen when we had the 15 tries just to get McCarthy to become the Speaker. I was hoping for somebody to start uh, voting for Hakeem Jeffries, the Democrats, picked for the minority leader so that for once we could we would actually get a minority um, speaker uh, because uh, technically it's not against the rules for somebody from the minority political party to become the speaker of the House. It just ends up having to be the majority because they have the votes.
1: Now, the Republican. One, I, okay, go ahead.
0: I really, I really, do, I do not see the any of the Republicans, at least on the, the extreme right, mm-hmm. actually joining in with the Democrats on any of their actual platforms.
1: Some more gridlock. Now, is that is that pose a risk for a government shutdown in the future?
0: Yes, it really does. Um, one of the things that actually played against McCarthy's power is that when the um, House finally came together and voted him in. They voted for certain rules. Last congressional session happened during uh, the COVID pandemic. So they actually brought in for the first time proxy voting, which means that um, representatives and senators can vote by proxy instead of physically having to be there. And Republicans who are even against you know voting by mail for regular citizens, they're not, they're not going to support proxy voting. Well, a uh, few Republicans were actually sick or out because of medical issues, and they couldn't vote by proxy. It might have actually played more into McCarthy's favor if he didn't t- take that rule out. Mm.
1: Now, how is Mitch McConnell doing? He's the minority whip for the Republicans. Now, what is going on in his situation? People were concerned about his health. You know, is there any, any news about that that you heard?
0: Not so much, but I have seen um, a decent amount of speaking um, engagements that he's had since the 2nd. Um, freezing, and he seems okay. Um, so I'm not going to make any um, I'm not going to make any theories out there. Mostly because myself with my own medical issues, you can't see it happening. Mm-hmm. So I've had people make negative remarks about me. So I'm not going to do that against McConnell. I'll be <laughs> very nice about that. But the thing is, is that um, President Biden has actually came in support for McConnell for mm-hmm. the health issues, uh, which you know what, you don't see that very often with. Uh, being bipartisan, he said that you know sometimes McConnell will have you know that moment you know you you freeze or you sink and you you're in your like your own little trance. He says that happens with McConnell on occasion, and it's you know no real big deal. It just happens to happen when he was actually speaking in front of cameras.
1: Mm-hmm. So uh, and I think, I'll leave it at that. Yeah, I think. But I think all of us at AHG, we you know we always have the the the, the, the attitude that we always want to see our leaders healthy and, and successful and, and have you know real debates about issues and it and would never want to uh, wish anybody ill will or anybody to be harmed or, or go through a, um, any kind of physical ailment. Uh, so hopefully he's, yeah. in, he's in good spirits and hopefully he's healthy. Um, but at the same time, we want him to uh, do a good job of leaving the country and, and hopefully cooperating with um, the other parties, Democrats and independents, to try and solve yeah. problems and not create problems. Um, yes.
0: And he was actually diagnosed with a TBI when he had his fall and hurt his hips, so I mean those type of things, um, freezing for TBIs, because I have one myself, you know, freezing with times when you're lost in a thought can happen um, even more likely with a TBI, so I mean I'll just leave it as proven things that's ha- that he actually has for his medical issues.
1: Mm. Now, what are some sticking points that you might see coming down the road with um, getting a budget finally approved where we don't have, um, we have to have to worry about any possible government shutdowns, make sure everything is funded, we're not just kicking a can down the road? Now, what, what do we need to get over or agree now, on? Now,
0: there's a, there's a bunch of things because the extreme right, you know, they do have much more power than they rarely do because everything is so split. One of the things that they're really fighting about really is a lot of spending cuts they were really upset with all of the um, increased spending, or at least the increased um, things passed in the past, for funding. And so they want to cut a lot of that. And that's one of the things that I'm really worried about in the future. Um, one of the things that has been rising up with the House as well, and uh, Glenda and I have spoken about this before, the House is threatening to subpoena uh, the VA, in order to get more data about the abortions that they are now performing. Uh, since the recension of uh, Roe v. Wade and you know the Dobbs decision, the VA had changed their policy of not doing any abortions to only doing the abortions um, whenever it is from rape, incest, or the health and welfare of the mother, <clears throat> excuse me. And the VA has given two Reports to the House about how they're doing, what the, what's going on. But the thing is, is that the um, the House wants more information. But the thing is, is that there's an argument between the VA and the House, um, Veterans Affairs Committee. What the Veterans Affairs Committee is asking for is basically the specific conditions and the reasons why they chose to do to recommend and perform the abortions based off the of the women's health.
1: Mm.
0: And the worry about that is privacy, because it can be against HIPAA from knowing. The VA has only performed 54 abortions um, as of April of this year. So as of April, back all the way to August, uh, August of the previous year of that time frame, they've only performed 54, 44, or because of the health of the mother.
1: That'll be an interesting debate to see what they decide um, as far as HIPAA rules when it pertains to military people, military uh, um, uh, workers, because if you're in the military, technically you're, you're a government issue. Yeah, so, yeah, your property, yeah. Right, so, so that would be very interesting to see, and that could have far-reaching uh, implications if they just, if they actually are able to get those records.
0: Well, because they're veterans and they're private citizens now, it's mm-hmm. a little bit different. The thing is, is that they, the military has gotten in trouble before for accidentally re- releasing. Um, military personnel records. If you remember, there was a um, lady running for rep- as a representative, and Air Force had actually released her personnel files to the opposite opposition, and they basically found that she was a victim of military, military sexual trauma, and that got out. Mm. So they're probably going to be acting a lot more stringent now on rules, especially for HIPAA.
1: And we know who that is he's going to be on our show later today, actually, but so the thing yeah. of it is, is, the thing of it is it's, it's i think it's so disconcerting is that we still are not working together to solve problems It seems like more political tit for tat and more of a chess play than actually trying to solve anything
0: yeah, it feels like we're governing from from crisis to crisis. I found a quote a little while back about that is that we um President Obama said after the two thousand thirteen uh, government shutdowns, he says we need to get away out of the habit of governing through crises and it feels like we never broke that habit. Mm.
1: So what you, what are some of the other things that are happening in Congress right now that we need to know about? Oh,
0: well, other than the government shutdown? <laughs> uh, well, one of the things that we've been watching right now is um, things that have been rolling down the road with Merrick Garland and uh, questions around that's going around with the Justice Department which can get a little bit scary. I worry about how the Justice Department is being involved, because you know what, they help out with the other agencies as well. If they're going to be so consumed with everything that's been going on now and everything in Congress, it can cause a lot of issues from there. Um, So that's where I'm getting a little bit concerned. It doesn't hit military and veterans directly, but you know what, it doesn't help with their workload. Hmm.
1: Well, wow, interesting so what do you see as a pot? what do you, what's your actually you this question before do you what's your what's your uh, what are you, what's your take on how likely we are to shut down
0: um i say that we're more likely to shut down them than we were to default last june really yeah because you know what there's less implications that happens when we do shut down i mean there are some, because we do lose a lot of money um, a day, because when things close, the national parks close. You know, the anything national and federal closes. So they're not charging fees to come in. They're not charging entrances. Uh, IRS agents are not working their regular workload to audit things. Um, so we can still lose a lot of money, but defaulting would be a lot more traumatic. So, And also we have had many government shutdowns Mm -hmm. since since we've been allowed to do the government shutdown. So I'm pretty sure it's going to happen. It probably won't last as long as it's happened before in the past, like 35 days under President Trump. But I suspect it's going to happen because they're so far apart on where their agreements are. I mean, it's just like the strikes with uh, the Writers Guild and the SAG uh, Corps. Mm hmm. What you,
1: now, we have a little bit of time left. What do you see come happening with the election? So the Republican Party um, are fighting amongst themselves without Trump. Yeah. We about two minutes left to go into that. What are your thoughts on that?
0: It's really up to the voters on what they understand, what is really going on. I really encourage a lot of people to try to dig in and understand what's, what has been going on. Um, what I worry about is the possible lies that some of the politicians may spew out because of things that happen, um, A few uh, politicians may say that we're saving money by doing the government shutdown. But w- like my example before, you're actually losing more money because you're not collecting, you're not paying bills and things like that. Um, so I really hope that once people understand more things that's been going on and not get tied into the lies that they may see on the news or the internet, what have you. Hopefully, we go down a, a much better better route. Um, there might be a few GOP people that might not be reelected because they were so close to win uh, to losing. Um, for example, uh, I think it was Lauren Boebert lost um, won by only 500 votes. So who knows how many she may lose for the next one? It could be just a thousand.
1: Somebody actually said that shutting down the government saves money.
0: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That is crazy. But the thing is, is that, you know, the government pays bills. And if they don't pay the bills, just like a lot of people, you get charged interest. Exactly. Exactly. And people still, you could still charge the government penalty for not paying the bills. I wish they could do that if they skip a bill and skip paying me for a paycheck or two. (laughs) Wow.
1: Mm -hmm. So what do you see happening with? Uh, what are your thoughts on, on Trump and his uh, and his, uh, his uh, uh, once again, uh, court troubles, I guess, as <laughs> many court troubles that he, that he finds himself in?
0: I worry that the court cases that might be going through, that they might be delayed enough to actually go after the election. There might be one that would sneak right th- through, which mm-hmm. um, I'm looking towards that it might be the D.C. one because um The other courts or attorney generals are actually working in partnership to try to get the best one to go forward before the next election. And so I really hope for that happening. Um, The other thing about with Trump and uh, the 14th Amendment is that he could technically not see himself on the ballot because of his court case in D.C. Um, Technically, you don't need a conviction of insurrection to not be put on the ballot. You just have to be in theory thought that you may have been doing insurrection but some people might want to wait for the conviction so that's probably that's pretty much the one for us to really watch
1: we got in 10 seconds i know glenn's gonna be upset but in 10 seconds can you tell me do you think there was anything political about the timing of this whole thing yes or no answer
0: Hundred percent political because they're trying to get whatever gains they have and show off their power. Matt Gates is trying to run for it's governor. A, a for a yes. a we're
1: running <laughs> uh, This, this is uh, Stephanie Colada. Thank you for your time. This is America's Heroes Group. We'll be right back.